We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 43 months into two weeks to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams for Tech Tuesday. How are you doing today, Bruce? Healthy and alive. Doing well. Glad to hear it. All right. On to the tech stuff. We're going to try and stay away from, from politics and, and these things. I, I don't like talking about politics when we're talking about tech. Uh, same thing when I talk about uh, science stuff with Ned. We try to stay away from politics as much as possible. But because of the way the technology is now, of course, we have to overlap. But we're going to try desperately to stay away from it. So starting off, what is Wi-Fi 7? This is the new Wi-Fi. Why do we need this? Again, we, we've gone from uh, A, B, C, G, and N, I think, and then we, or whatever we've got now. I, I don't know. And then now uh, we need... It was like AC, I think. Was there eight? Yeah, AC. And then mm. now we need seven. Why, why do we need all this? What What is the purpose of this? You know anything about Wi-Fi 7? It, this is actually the first that I was hearing about it. Six gigahertz band range, uh, it looks like. So this is the 6G thing, right? Because the, the 5G was all about the five gigahertz range. Yeah, so, more or less. Yeah, this looks like it's it, it would be 6G. Um Honestly, uh, blah, blah, blah. I mean, most bandwidth right now is is 2.4 and 5 gigahertz, right? That That's what your um, network, your Wi-Fi uses now. 6 gigahertz, what, what kind of speeds will it get? Let me see here. According to Intel, a typical Wi-Fi 7 laptop could hit a potential maximum of 5.8 gigabits per second. Um, okay, so what they're actually okay. So what what they're doing here is uh, it says here that they're they're looking to start streaming in 8K. Jeez. Um, so for the listener, um, the amount. Oh God. Okay. So I've 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 uploaded videos to YouTube, and just doing the normal 1080p, it can take like an hour or two before the video is is, is ready it that to go. Long? It takes that long. Wow. Yeah. Um, now, it's not just because of upload speed. Like, it, it's also processing and doing all the um, uh, whatever Google does, uh, the, the the codecs and everything that they use. It, it takes about two hours. Um, uh, so when you go to 4K, though, it, it's like a full day. Like, that's the difference. It, it goes from two hours at 1080p. Then when you go to 4K, it's like a full day, literally like a full day um, to wait for it to process. That's the difference in the amount of data in a 4K. Now you're going to 8K, which is going to increase that exponentially more. 
YouTube videos, you, it, it, like, are we talking like a week to get that thing a, a processed? Like, uh, I mean, we're going to have to have a completely new infrastructure to be able to house 8K videos. And, and what are you going to watch it on? I was going to say, we don't have any 8K screens, do we? We do. I, I think it goes up to 16K, I think. So what, those are those are like $30,000 for the, the yeah, 14 some, inch some, or whatever it like is. That, yeah. yeah. I think Samsung or Sony or something like that has a, a 16K. Why on earth? Like, why, I, I don't understand this. Like I, I saw the um, the jump from, was it 720? Yeah, from 720 to 1080. I saw that jump and it was the big rave. That was that was what yeah. everybody wanted. The 1080i, the 1080p, the 10 mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. The 1080 the 1080i, 1080p, all that stuff. Then it came to 4K. Then it's then it's 8K. Now you're saying it's 16. I lost interest after actually I didn't, I didn't even really I never really had it to begin with, I'll, I'll be honest. But I, I lost it after the between the 720 and the 1080 thing. I, I lost it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I, I don't I don't need something that's a more I, I don't know. Why do I need this? Tell me why I need this. Tell me as a as a consumer. Tell me why I should buy this. Yeah, I'm not a good salesman. <laughs> no, no, I can't I, sell I, it. I'm to not. You. A, I'm not a good consumer uh, because I'm. I I bet that I couldn't even get a salesman to tell me why I need this. They'll give you some. They'll give you some. Oh, give me BS some BS reason some, yeah. for the commission fee on yeah. it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So. Now, to be fair, some of the the visuals on it look very crisp. And um, how much more crisp I, do you need to be? Like it was, I know, that, that's, the, the, that's what the it 1080p was like, that was the, that was the mind bending, yeah. uh, crisp, most crisp visual, uh, visual you could ever get. And, and look at the, the water on the, on that surf and, and look at the flowers and look at the, uh, the drops of water that are coming off of the, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, honestly, um, so, uh, as, as I've, uh, exposed myself on this, uh, uh on these tech Tuesday stuff, um, I, uh play video games in my uh, off times and I pride myself with being a sweaty. I don't even have 4k uh, like monitors and all of that. I'm not using I, my system could run it uh, 4k. I just don't. It, it, it doesn't interest me. 1080p is adequate for what I do. I, I, I don't really see a need. Now the frame rate, the frame rate you could, you could sell me on going 144 Hertz. I'm, I'm actually sold on that uh, personally. I don't have one that could run that speed, but I, I, I don't understand why we want a I, I don't understand why we want to, to increase the 8K. What benefit? What what like how many more pixels can we shove into one little space? I mean, how many well, more Bruce, do we need I, to shove? I don't into a I don't think space? this is I don't think this is going to matter because if you notice that I was I was kind of I was clicked off over here and I was I was mm. looking off screen and I was laughing. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason I was laughing is because we're talking about Wi-Fi seven. OK, so obviously you're going to need a, a wireless router to be able to carry that signal. Right. Well, one of the problems that we've had with these higher frequencies is you don't get as much range yeah. out of the, the the actual signal. So you need you need boosters, you need uh, amplifiers or, or signal extenders, that, that kind of thing. Well, the, the one of the ones that are available right now is the Aero Max 7 mesh system. So it comes yeah. in a pack of three and the cost of that for your home is one thousand seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing uh -huh. that here as well um, for a pack. Of, so you're, you're saying that just a, a, a small, like, a you know, medium sized home that a Wi-Fi router currently my Wi-Fi router that I have covers the entire house. And in fact, I could probably get a signal outside the house 
Actually, no, I don't think I can because it's it's a brick house. It doesn't go through the brick very well. But anyway, it services the entire house. Uh, I can be in the garage, which is on the other side of the house, running on the treadmill. I can listen to music on my uh, device through Wi-Fi or watch videos or those kind of things. So I get plenty of speed through that. No, you're listening Why to the do podcast. I need to Bruce, you're listening to the podcast. That, that's what you're doing. Are, are you kidding? Just, I don't listen to myself pl- talk. It's a shameless plug, right? Just go with it. <laughs> Okay, I'll go with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally listen to the podcast. Yes. Why why do I need to go any 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 more than that? I I don't I don't have a television in there. I don't have an 8K uh big screen that I'm jogging in front of. Like, really? Uh, Bruce, you're it puts you it puts you really there on the on site running down the beach. That's what it's for. I I guess if you want to do like a augmented reality or something like that and you're you're wanting to I I have no idea. Now, I could see You've seen the holographic tech that we have now, right? That you can, it really legitimately looks like you're talking to, like the person actually looks like they're there. It hasn't reached a consumer level yet, but the the, the stuff that they have is really cool, impressive uh, stuff. We've seen this for a long time already, the, the holographic stuff on like uh the vocaloids and stuff that happens in and like uh the asiatic countries but then we've also seen it what what was it they did they did the one where they brought tupac uh back and did like a hologram of him or whatever it yeah, was i just i do remember um, that, yeah. yeah uh but now the tech has improved so maybe uh wi-fi 7 is something you would need because uh, you have to have multiple camera angles and of course you want to have the the best resolution camera you can get for that to to improve the quality uh so maybe there's something there to that you know uh, communications um but if you're going to go to the world of you 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 own nothing and be happy about it you have to have these kind of bandwidths the the the, the more you you smash people together the more bandwidth you're going to have to have you know so dense uh, locations like uh, you know apartments or something like that you're going to have to have more throughput um, for the, the consumers that are there. So in that sense, uh, you know, I guess having a, a more bandwidth would be good. But as far as, uh, my current conditions and foreseeable future conditions, I don't need anything more than, uh, an AC router currently. Yeah. I think it's quite fine. And, and it's, these prices, no, sorry, you can keep it. Not interested. Right. Uh, onto the electric car nonsense we're, we're actually we're in the process bruce and i are in the process we're going to have somebody on that is pro electric car and they're going to have a rational reasonable discussion with us about why we're wrong and why they're right and we're going to tell them why we're right and they're wrong so it's yeah we're in the process of doing that it's uh one of the uh, the, uh members or yeah civilly it's going to be one of the uh the members or I think it's even one of the could be the uh, the president or co-president of the uh, the UK EV Owners Club. So that's going to be really interesting. Uh, somebody that w- that we've known for quite some time now, and we actually just found that out uh, last week because we don't talk really about politics or anything like that or or any of that stuff. But it just came up in yeah. in casual conversation, and uh, they're interested in coming on. So. Uh, we'll be talking about that. Amazon says that it has more than 10,000 electric delivery vans on the road. 10,000. Currently, 10, currently. On the road. On the road. Mm. And they actually still work. They're still 90,000 short. They put in an order for 100,000. Uh, maybe. I've not seen them here. I've not seen any I electric vehicle doing no. any delivery. There's Okay. Well, the, the post office here actually switched to electric delivery trucks. They they did switch to those. Mm. Uh, but yeah, not here. 
Yeah, well, it's not here, but it's it's run by DHL here. So they oh, that, they switched yeah, all that stuff. Fair. But they yeah. still have like for their long term delivery vans, they still have diesel and uh, diesel vans and and uh, petrol trucks. And then you still got uh, Amazon. They're actually doing contract services now, so they're they're doing yep. leased vehicles uh, with diesel and uh, and petrol uh, vans, and they're they're doing leased vehicles here. So they're not doing uh, electric stuff here. But anyway, well, yeah, hundred thousand. Technically here, it's not even Amazon's not even doing the deliveries here. Technically, um, they're contractors, more or less. It, it, it's not even technically Amazon. Yeah. So I, I guess if you have, let's say you have uh, a bunch of staff uh, that have um, business, you know, company vehicles that you could have all of them have electric vehicles. Uh, but the actual de- de- delivery stuff, like I said, I mean, it wouldn't work here. It just it would not work here just to go get groceries. It's a 15 minute drive. So we're not going to see um, electric vehicles anytime soon uh, as delivery vehicles here. We still see the the classic UPS, FedEx, uh, you know, what, what is it, natural gas or whatever the hell they're they're run on. They're not even ethanol. run on uh, ethanol. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the post office still have the the, the same noisy <laughs> little little dinky no air conditioning uh, mail trucks uh, that they've yeah. always had. Mm-hmm. Um, Still have the belching same ones, out, bl- so. belching out blue and white smoke coming out of the back. Yeah, from all the yeah, yeah. You know, Anyway, well, if it's not delivery trucks, well, then maybe it's RVs. There's a Detroit-based company that is, well, you know, they're they're on the path. It's a startup, uh, and they've now started selling electric RVs. They come with a 250 mile range. They come with Starlink and 640 watts worth of a solar panel. You're going to love this. Think about the benefits of what I'm about to lay out here for you, right? This is called the G2. The G2 is radically different from any other offering on the market, from any other offering on the market. That's according to uh, Grounded, that's the name of the, the startup there, uh, CEO Sam Shapiro, who's, you know, he used to work for SpaceX. He was one of their senior software engineers and he worked on Starlink. So, you know, he, he ventured off and did his own thing. Uh, he says, this is a profound step toward a future of fully electrified motorhomes and makes sustainable travel truly achievable, except for a few things there, Sam. Uh, the the batteries, that's not sustainable. Okay, that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is the electricity that you need to charge that battery. That's that's not sustainable either. So you you know you're burning like fossil fuels to get well, that. So coal. I mean, it it could be if we had fusion. I mean, if they would, it could be if they yeah. would quit. That's you true. know, uh, playing footsie with all these uh, lithium ion batteries in the the wind and solar, um, and start focusing on fusion. God, that would that would be a, a great boon for society. Yeah, certainly. Absolutely. Well, Bruce, you'd be happy to know that this is built on uh, General Motors. Or, excuse me. This is built on government motors. Or did I have it right the first time? I can't remember. All right, government motors. Yeah, we'll just yeah, go with that. Both are right. Yeah, both yeah, are right. Both are right. This is an all-wheel drive, bright drop Zevo 600 platform. That sounds sophisticated, doesn't it? Offering an improved range and 615 cubic feet of living space. You see all these benefits they're offering to you? Now, according to the CEO, he says, we've designed the G2 to be as flexible as possible, and our truly modular interior delivers on the promise of a continually upgradable RV interior. Isn't that great? You can upgrade the interior anytime you choose. That is an interesting feature, I have to admit. That is an interesting feature. Over time, as... 
Yeah, go on. Just, just real quick, so the listener knows the uh, that vehicle you're talking about, the GM. Uh-huh. Uh, that's literally one of the delivery vehicles, the electric delivery vehicles we were talking oh, about. I see. That's yeah, that's okay. literally what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, it's based on that that uh, that chassis there. Uh, over time, as your life changes and your use and your use case cha- cases change, the vehicle can change with you. Customers can replace the modules themselves by removing some fasteners, taking out one module and inserting a new one. This is this is great. I mean, think about how customizable this is and how much this is going to be just a, a mm. benefit to you. Mm. The G2 you can added, be... F- uh-huh. You just added a zero to the price tag. Yes, I'm sure that I do. Well, I haven't mentioned the price tag yet. I haven't mentioned the price tag yet. The G2 can be fitted with Starlink for off-grid connectivity, heating and cooling in the cabin, and in and an indoor shower, a wet bath, inc- induction stovetops, and a queen-size bed. You also get an eight-year, 100,000-mile warranty, right? That, see, that's that's guaranteed right there. That's quality. That's what you're looking for in, as a consumer. That's what you want. Now, once a customer makes a... A simple $100 deposit, right? You just need to put $100 down. Then Grounded will reach out to you to schedule a design to schedule a design call to begin the custom build. And deliveries are going to start this month. Well, $100, that's all it's going to cost you just right now. You see, that's just the, you know, to get the, to get the order in. Um, you're going to have to pay uh, an additional $195,000 for the actual vehicle upon there delivery. Uh, you're, 200 okay, grand. So are you kidding me? That 200 grand would buy you like a 15, uh, 1500 square foot home, roughly 1600 square foot home here, uh, where I live. Um, wow. Oh, you throw tax. Uh, I, I wasn't even throwing taxes on top of that. You put taxes on that. That's well over 200 grand. Yeah. Um, and you're the, the size of the vehicle is, uh, literally a bedroom, less than a bedroom. You're, you, you have enough room to put like a bed in there and yeah it's talking about all the other like shower and and bath and or it's not even a bath like it's literally going to be one of those you know you know the the, the commercials for the uh um uh, bathtubs that are for older people that you actually like the, the door opens up and you walk yeah, in yeah. yeah you step in there and you, yeah that's what it'll be it's not going to be an actual bathtub there it, you, <laughs> the van the delivery van is literally looks about like the same size as like the the typical uh, UPS or FedEx vehicle. That that's what the deli- the size of it looks like. Um, in other words, it's a very small RV. Um, no, I, I, that would be good for like two people. That, that that that's it. Two people. Two people in a weekend. That's about it. Because yeah. after that, I think you'd be yeah. ready to kill each other. Well, a hundred thousand miles? Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, it's going to be two people in a weekend. You're not going to be able to do traveling across the the, the nation in, in that, no, let alone 000. the amount of times you're going to have to build yeah. the charging yet. No, a hundred thousand is the warranty. Two fifty, yeah, I think, is the range on it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A hundred thousand. That you're going to hit that in no time if you actually oh, travel. Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you you'll hit that easy, easy. Um, uh, within that, uh, what? Uh, you you probably hit that in what like. Well, they say eight years. But eight you can years hit it or one hundred sooner thousand, than yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. You'll hit the one hundred thousand much sooner than eight years. Oh, sure. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's okay because guess what? If you don't want to do that, well, maybe you can fly, right? Maybe you can fly. There's an electric aviation company that's based in Germany, and they say that they want to be the first. Yeah, see, the groundbreaking stuff here. They want to be the first to sell. Uh, an electric vertical takeoff and landing, or EVTOL, 
aircraft in the U.S. Uh, you see, though, it's it's just a little bit. There's a couple of problems, but I'll get to that in a second. I, I want to tell you about the, um, the the benefits first. I can already come These, up with a bunch of problems, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's it's got yeah. It, well, first of all, it's got 30 rotors of electric jet engines, but I'll I'll get to that in a second. This is uh, Lilium uh, struck a partnership with a full service air brokerage and management company, Texas based EMC Jet, to connect it to the private jet market in the hopes of attracting big wigs who might be tired of noisy, polluting private jets. Yes, if you go to one of these climate summits, like in Glasgow or in in Egypt or something like that, and you see the 2,000 private jets where they shuttle their fat asses in there and they eat disgusting food like pigs for a week and tell everybody else, after they're stepping off of their yachts, how to live. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be willing to go out and get an electric jet. Uh, also, I want to point out that uh, how many engines did it have again? 30. Okay. And they said noisy jets. Yes. Do you know what 30 engines electric motors sound like? Have you ever heard a drone flying around? They're like, Wee! that's you, yes. you're going to have 30 of those little things going off and it's going to be quiet. No, hell no. Yes. That thing is going to yeah. be noisy it's as gonna all. Be, Get out. No. It's going to be less polluting. You see, it's, it's going to be less polluting than a, than a regular private jet. Now, like most private jets, this company is going after a premium market that includes corporate executives and others who already own private aircraft, or maybe two or three or, I don't know, five. Who knows? Uh, but you see, there's a <laughs> there's a little bit of a problem. This particular jet that they're looking to sell here, it's only going to cost you $10 million to get one of these. Oh, that's all. Yeah, that's uh, all. $10, yeah, 10 million, million, and it's probably only going to fly like... You know, it, it'll take you from six one miles, town yeah. to the next. That's that's all it's going to do. You're you're like it's not going to be like uh, you're going to go from one state to another or cross country or cross uh, to a different nation. No, it's probably going to literally be like 60 miles or something like that. It's it's. <laughs> Well, they say that according to this, uh, according to this report on it, uh, a, a regular gas powered, you know, a jet fuel um, four passenger private jet now will run you five million. Right. That's for a yeah, that's for a new one. Um, but they're looking to do a, um, a helicopter replacement and that can cover right now around 110 miles. So this one, uh, mm. which is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They say this is. They say that this one. Most helicopters can carry uh, enough fuel to cover around three hundred and fifty to four hundred miles. Private jets can typically do between two and ten thousand nautical miles. Uh, and in addition to aircraft sports, uh, thirty tilt rotors can fly at an elevation of ten thousand feet. So you're getting up there, and you can cover one hundred and ten miles with it. So, so yeah. a fourth of what a helicopter can do. Yeah. And uh, the other issue that you run into with VTOLs, you have to have full throttle to take off. Um, what's that going to do to your battery life, uh, trying to get a, a verticality? Um, and can you, you imagine you, if your battery dies when you're in, a, in the middle? No, no. It, it looks like it at least has the wingspan to potentially glide if you ran out of um, energy. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. If you run glide, out of energy, it, that's... So basically that's, you're going to crash is what you're saying. Yeah, you're going to have a slow crash because if you run out of energy for the engines, that means you run out of energy for the uh, fly-by-wire system or fly... Oh, it would, he technically wouldn't with a fly-by-wire, but you would with uh, the electronics and everything. No, that that's just a bad idea. No, well, no you're, thanks. You're going to love this. Um, no, you're going to love this, right? So that there's they're, they're looking to do... Um, 
they're looking to they they claim that they want to have uh, air taxis flying over cities in the near future. That's that's the whole concept behind this is that obviously with time things are going to get cheaper and they're going to become commercially available. Uh, and then you're going to have air taxis that are flying over the city. Uh, in, in fact, there is uh, there's one that just recently passed all of the tests it needed for government approval, and it's called China's e-hang. Now, when you hear that, Bruce, don't you feel confident in getting into an air taxi made in China? No, um, I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we're going down the road of um, uh, cyberpunk. Uh, you know, the whole uh, we have the government for it. We're, we're about to have the system for uh, the social credit system in place. It, the only thing missing is some of the technologies. And, and I'm glad to see we're right on the road to that wonderful, wonderful dystopian future. Indeed, we are. And we are looking forward to it. All right. You have anything else today? No, nope, uh, I'm, I'm just glad. Uh, no technical issues again. Um, this is yeah. this is great. That's been a wonderful thing that we actually haven't had those problems today. All right. That's going to do it for us for today. I will see you later on in the week. Thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone. Have a great evening.